2: Bring us in, babe.
1: Welcome to Coco, Coco Caliente. Caliente. So how you doing today, Victor?
2: Baby update for you. What you got going on?
1: Oh, not much. Just went to the massage therapist today.
2: So, <laughs> so Nicole, she she bought this thing that I didn't even know existed.
1: It's awesome.
2: She bought this thing that has cutouts for your breasts. <laughs> And you put tassels on <laughs> your, you. You put tassels on your breast before you do it, so she doesn't see your nipples. And then you lay down into this bed that has a cutout for your stomach. And then while Nicole's getting a massage, she has somebody underneath laying down painting her belly for her. He's, it's he's, like a dual therapy, relaxing. <laughs> Tell him about this. What is this called? What place do you go to to get this done?
1: <laughs> no, I don't. that's none of that is true. Besides, there is a cutout for my breasts <laughs> and my belly in this um, pregnancy massage. I don't freaking know what to call it, but. Something I take, I bought for the massage therapist, I take with me, and I'm super, super comfortable when I'm laying there getting a massage. I actually, I don't know if you guys know, but me and my mom, we started Amazon Live, which we're very, very proud of. It is so much fun, and um, we'll be doing a pregnancy edition, and that will be on the Amazon Live. But uh, yeah, it's it was like $300, but I'll have it for this pregnancy, the next pregnancy, the That's next a lot pregnancy. Of doll hairs. You
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> and what about when you were telling me when you were getting a massage, there was like somebody like tickling your feet
1: oh my and gosh. like painting your
2: toes. What was oh, that about? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So she hires this one person to come in. It's an extra $50, which you have won this Saturday at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I paid for the uh, toe painting.
2: Uh, oh, they're going to paint my toes, are they? They
1: paint your toes. And then they also insert like needles. Uh, I think it's like five needles in each toe. Acupuncture. And then they also do a haircut at the same time.
2: <laughs> so Nicole is making fun right now. She's trying to, she's trying to hop on. My thing was funnier, though. <laughs> uh, but
1: gosh. you do have a massage this weekend. I do. I
2: am excited for the massage. Also, uh, how many weeks are you pregnant right now?
1: Almost 29, which seems insane.
2: That is crazy. <laughs> she's in the third trimester for show. Yeah. And she's very pregnant. And I was talking to my sister, and I guess not everybody's belly button pops, so...
1: Mine hasn't yet.
2: Well, it might not. Her belly button never popped.
1: Oh, really? That's
2: what I'm saying. Hers it's, never popped? Hers never popped in all her four kids. Yeah.
1: Wow. Did she have, like, the line that went through her belly? Do you know? I feel like, does everyone I get that? I
2: don't know.
1: One of my friends who is a couple weeks behind me, four weeks, she already has that. Isn't she I?
2: has that line? Uh-huh. Oh, no way. Hmm. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: But I didn't know. I thought that was like um, towards the end or whatever. It's just, it's what weird. What is it? Do
2: you know what it is?
1: I mm. learned it in nursing school and I can't remember. Mm. Um, I can't remember what it really.
2: So how are you feeling right now? Do you still have back pain?
1: Mm, not bad. The car ch- chiropractor. i learned Whoa. how to say it. I used to say chiropractor. Whoa. It's chiropractor. Uh, it's kind of made things like worse for me last week so i'm just trying to like feel it out Mm -hmm. isn't that weird
2: you know i didn't know that they people took their babies to the chiropractor
1: yes and the massage therapists i go to they've taken their babies and they've taken uh them to the chiropractor as well when they're like freaking newborns that's
2: what i mean Mm -hmm. like I, i i had no idea that that was even a thing And I saw, I came across, so I barely watch TikTok.
1: Like I'm never
2: on TikTok, right?
1: He's obsessed with TikTok. And I
2: don't even have an account. That's what's crazy. So I don't even have an account on TikTok. I just go through scroll.
1: He's a TikTok creeper.
2: I am a TikTok creeper, but (laughs) I always scroll past like the stupid dances and stuff. I only show, I only watch the funny stuff and I show it to Nicole. Or
1: the animals.
2: And the animals. But I show it to you all the time. The stuff that I show you is funny. Sometimes. 90% of the time with my personality, all that stuff is hilarious.
1: Yeah,
2: 70%, but yeah. 100%. So (laughs) I came across, hey puppies, I came across uh, somebody taking their baby to the chiropractor and actually having the, the, the uh, the microphone like really sensitive microphone right up so you can hear it and you can hear the oh my gosh I was
1: like, what? yes they do and I I heard that it can really help like it can there's a sign right when I go in that tells me all the things like it, my baby would the benefit and it's just like wow it can stop like all of the um, acid reflux and the eating uh, bad eating habits and the crying and something just i mean they go through your vaginal canal that's a tight why are you looking at me like that
2: oh i thought you were talking about they do the chiropractor (laughs) stuff through your vaginal canal this poor baby is
1: squeezed (laughs) through and if you think about like how bound up they probably are trying to get out Mm -hmm. it's no wonder why they're all like bent up
2: yeah. Bent out of shape, as one would say. Oh,
1: and he looked at me like, "What?" Like, you like well, didn't the know. I was like, "Wait, wait you don't know? Canoe? I was like, "Great. You don't know where the baby comes out. We're <laughs> in trouble." So, let me give you a, <laughs>
2: Let me give you the birds and the bees talk. <laughs> anyway, switching gears entirely. Uh, puppy, stop it. Uh, switching gears entirely, we have a financial expert on today.
1: Yeah, Nicole Lappin, and mm-hmm. she talks about all things finance. She's a New York Times bestseller,
2: and has she's several a, books. She's a woman person. She is trying to yeah. that girl power, letting yep. you girls know, and you women know what is what when it comes to finance and having your stuff in order, and... There's useful stuff for everybody. It's not just girls. Yeah. I learned a lot from her. So, you hope you guys enjoy. Hello, hello. Hi. Is this Pizza Hut? <laughs> it's,
0: it's Boss Bitch Hut.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nicole, thank you so much. And you're here with my Nicole.
0: Hi. <laughs> It's Nicole Power. know.
2: <laughs> and me, Victor. So thank you for coming on the show with us today.
0: All right, Victor, you're allowed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about yourself because obviously uh, we read your background, but our listeners may not know you or who you are or what you do and specialize in. So kind of tell us a little bit about what you do.
0: Well, I don't know uh, who I am at this time of the morning, um, <laughs> exactly, but um, I would love to tell you all the things. Is my audio good? Yeah. Uh,
2: your audio right now is fine. How, how are you doing your audio?
0: Um, because it's FaceTime and for the show I use like um, a PC. I know I'm, I should be allergic to it. Um, <laughs> there's no FaceTime on there, so I was going to use like a nice pretty mic and headphones and stuff but i'm just on my phone so i put my earbuds in
2: yeah that that's, that's fine fun. and you don't even have to put your earbuds in if you don't want to it could just you could just do speakerphone or however you're more comfortable for real for real for real
0: Oh my God, y'all aren't even like audio snobs. I love it. Great.
1: <laughs> he, he is an audio snob, but it actually sounds.
2: It sounds better when people just do, for some reason. I don't know why. Because uh, we have Hi. people do the, the headphones, and then sometimes it'll move back and forth or it'll echo. But uh, a lot of times, okay. just the just speakerphone works really well.
0: <laughs> Dang, okay. Cool. Well, I, I want to hang out with you all the time because easy <laughs> peasy. Um, well, all right. So who the hell am I? Um Gosh, I am a work in progress and also a masterpiece at the same time. <laughs> I am a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Rich Bitch, Boss Bitch, Becoming Superwoman. I have seven more books that are brewing. Oh my gosh. Bananas. Wow. I mean, have y'all written books?
2: No, you know, it, so this right up your alley, because I know you're in finance, but the other day I was trying to look at ways to make some passive income, and something that came up was write a book. And then I was like, there's mm. so much power mm. or so much time that comes into writing a book. I don't even know if I have that stamina. I
1: do plan <laughs> on writing a book, but I feel like. I mean, to be writing seven at once, I don't
0: even know where to start with one. Girl, girl, I'm just telling you, it is not a side hustle. It yeah. is a full hustle. If you think you're going to put your half ass into it, you need full
2: ass. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I was Entire like. All right. ass,
0: all of it. It's no joke. And every time, listen, I haven't had human babies. Uh, I've just birthed book babies. And each time I'm like, we are done. We are closed for business. We're tying my book tubes. Like, mm-hmm. I'm taking book birth control. It is not happening anymore. And then, like, whoopsie-daisy, Mama Got Prego with that Chouplett, like, <laughs> actually, as you do in a pandemic. So, yeah, the next one's coming out in January. And then I launched a daily show called Money Rehab with Nicole Lappin uh, with iHeart. And, uh, yeah, I... Um, when I first signed on for it, I was like, we could just bulk shoot this. You guys know how this works. No, 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 no. It is like for real. That is a whole other app that I need to put into <laughs> this daily show. But it's, you know, every money problem is solvable. The only problem you can't fix is the one you don't know you have. So that's why yeah. I answer money questions every single day. And I try to not make it boring.
1: This episode is sponsored by Love Every. The play kits by Love Every are designed by experts for your child's developing brain. Feel confident you're giving your child the best start with a convenient plan for playtime. They deliver each play kit for your child's exact learning stage so they have the right toys at the right time. What's really cool is that they are delivered right to your home every two to three months starting at $36 a month. So they do the research for you and for like Victor and I's little baby they sent us rattles and books and things for the first six months of his life. So it's really exciting to make sure that he's staying on track while going through that. And they're also very modern and minimal. They can be for boys, for girls, um, very like um, gender friendly.
2: What I also like is Love Every. They uh, provide the map to help you confidently guide your child's learning. So they take the guesswork out of choosing the right toys for early learning. Also, the toys don't need to add to the clutter and chaos. They should all fit right into the family's life. Like they design every detail to be engaging so the children can experience the joy of play and you can spend less time cleaning up and they intentionally create every detail to deliver to deliver aesthetics and materials and the whole family can appreciate that you know their playthings are made with sustainably harvested uh, harvest wood organic cotton and uh, baby safe plastics
1: so activate your free content tailored to your child's age and get a peek inside the play kits at love every's website Visit L O V E V E R Y dot com slash C O C O to get started. That's L O V E V E R Y dot com slash coco to get started.
2: How do you how do you manage your time? I mean I, I mean I feel like as it is in our lives, I'm always like, Man, I wish I had more time. So with these so many things that you're doing, how do you even navigate that?
0: Well, you can always get more money. You can't get more time. Uh, time is our most valuable asset. And that is from a money lady uh, telling you that because we waste so much of it. We say we value it the most, but we often don't pay attention to what we're paying attention to. And so I'm trying to become more mindful. And listen, like there are good days and there are bad days. There are days like I fall asleep looking at my ex-boyfriend's sister's dog's Instagram page with, like, (laughs) eyelashes on on my forehead. And we've all been there. And then there Mm -hmm. are days that start with, like, gratitude journaling and not a venti red eye or whatever. And so that's balance. You know, you do the best you can with what is happening in your life. And balance, I believe, is not... Well, it's a noun and a verb, of course, but I like to use it more as a verb than a noun. It's something that's constantly in motion. It's not something you just find and you're done and you're good. It's something you constantly have to work on. And I think that we often think we'll get into balance when we get there somewhere, when when things come down. But chaos is a game of whack-a-mole. So being it's important to be in chaos and balance. They have to coexist.
1: So how do you feel about the whole Victor's very? Um, he was you had a he has a finance degree, but he don't doesn't tell her that he doesn't use it. Oh. I, I,
2: I use it practically in my day to day life. I don't. I don't practice it. I guess is the best way to I'm say. I'm going
0: to watch my back, Victor. No, you, you are coming for me. I am
2: not. I am not. I'm here to learn and digest.
0: But um, he.
1: So he's a big. I don't know if it's been more recent or not, but he's someone who likes to spend a little more money to save his time. so somebody who can do something maybe better than him or, um, I guess,
2: i.e. a mechanic to fix my car or lawn care service to cut our grass or something like
1: that. So like, so lawn service is a great one because we're very capable. What is your, how do you feel about that? Because you know, time's valuable, but at the same time, it's kind of a waste of money because we could do it.
0: No, it's not a waste of money. This one, as much as I love you, Nicole, I'll always be on your team. I am a woman's woman. But I'm going to tell you, Victor knows what's up when it comes to outsourcing as much as possible because you should really calculate your billable hours. So everybody has billable hours, not just an attorney, right? You can divide your salary by the number of hours you work, and you will find out that that's how much you are worth in the marketplace. And time, again, is something we can't get back. We will help you figure out how to get more money if you lose all of it, but I would strongly advocate to look at how much it is to outsource and look at how much your time is actually worth. And I think you might be surprised where the Seamless or the Postmates charge to deliver something where, yes, I totally hear you. You could do it. Mm -hmm. But there is a difference between like can doing it and actively making a decision not to because that is the better ultimate decision for your bottom line. So I think it is all day, every day, and twice on Sunday worth getting Postmates and paying that fee so that I don't take an hour to get in the car, go get it, come back, you know, gas, all the things. So I am a big 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 fan of outsourcing your time as much as possible. Yeah, and
2: I think where Nicole Falls in this is that her dad, she grew up her whole life and her dad finds joy. That's where he gets his happiness, right? Mm-hmm. He gets his happiness from doing the construction work, from doing all the lawn work, from fixing the cars and changing the oil on the tractor, and that's great, but not everybody's built like that, right? So You know, and that's what he does, that's his profession too. Like he's DPW, he's all hands-on, that's where he makes his money too. So he's really good at that stuff, he enjoys doing that stuff and he has pride in that stuff. So which is completely different than saying, (laughs) Man, I gotta cut the grass, but I'd rather be doing X, Y, and Z, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you get joy out of it, like get after it. So if you love going to pick up your laundry or you love going to pick up your takeout instead of having it delivered, like by all means, go for it. I am here for that content. But if you don't and you can outsource it and you've worked hard to be able to afford that, then I think if you look at it like um, I'm missing out on an opportunity cost to make more money. So if you spent $6 Mm -hmm. or whatever on the delivery fee, You know, you could spend that hour maybe starting to write a book or maybe doing some other hustle or working on your career, which will ultimately pay dividends later on. I think investing in yourself will pay the most dividends later on, aside from any other investment that's out there.
2: Interesting. And so now I guess uh, we have a question about uh, real estate, which is very relevant right now for us because we're looking to buy a house. But at the same time, the market is just bananas. (laughs) I mean, I've never seen a market like this. Um, The only thing that equates to that is like before the crash in 2008, where they were just giving out loans left and right. So I think a crash is coming down the pipeline. I don't know. That's just me. But for somebody buying a house right now and trying to take advantage of the interest rates, like what's what's your advice?
0: I would say really step back for a moment. So I like to rethink all conventional financial wisdom so that you can think for yourself. Uh, When I was growing up, I grew up in an immigrant family, first generation American, broken home, like all the things. I became vegetarian when I was 11. Mm. And I thought to myself, like, so do I like meat? And you know what? The answer could have been yes. I like meat. I like the religion my family was in or whatever else. And that would be an awesome act of choice. But I said to myself, like, no, just because it's always been done a certain way does mean that's the way it needs to be for me. Mm -hmm. And I think that moment needs to happen in finances for everybody. So just because you think a house is the American dream or your parents said that is the end-all be-all to getting your financial life together or don't buy a latte, you have to stop for a moment and think, is that right for you and your life? Not for your parents' life, not for how you were raised, not from what you were told by the peanuts gallery of like so called financial experts won't, 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 buy a house, don't buy a latte. Listen, if you don't want to buy a latte and you want to buy a house, get after it again, but make sure that it's a conscious decision and not just what you think you have to do. So, with all of that caveat said, and you have the rest of your financial life together, you know, when folks, when we used to see humans in real life, would come up to me at events and say, the same type of thing. I'm buying a house. I'm looking at the market. It's bananas. All the things. I'm like, hold up. Let's take one step back for a moment. And I know y'all probably have your debt situation in order. You have an emergency fund. You have all the things. But for everybody listening, if you think like I want to buy a house in a vacuum, that is no bueno. Like step back, make sure that you have the debt monkey off your back. Make sure you have an emergency fund, all these other elements before you even start looking for a house because you can 't go to the grocery store with a mortgage, like God forbid if you lose your job or you need mm-hmm. to stop working to take care of a family member or something like that, you need cash, yeah like you need actual money, and a lot of folks, especially young people, become house poor, and no, no, not on my
2: watch mm-hmm. that makes sense, and speaking of that, I feel like so. Nicole's fortunate enough to make uh, really good money with what she's doing. I make less money, but I have a pension plus a 401k. Mm-hmm. As we get older, uh, I'm thinking that we're not going to see the generation like was before us to where they can vacation for six months in Florida. Or you know they have, they have these, uh, how do you say it, like timeshares or whatever. Because mm-hmm. pensions don't exist like they used to. So what advice do you give to people that, yeah, make, maybe making good money now but don't have any money saved up? Or if they're making you know, average money now but are trying to think for the future, Like, what advice would you give to them?
0: Well, first of all, where do you have a pension from? Like do you also have a BlackBerry?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm with the state police. So, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All
2: right. <laughs> it's one of the few jobs I got lucky.
0: No, no, it's
2: it one of the few jobs that, that had that. And, and I enjoy what I do. And I just got fortunate uh, that we could, you know, have that in our future. And and it's 25 and out. So I'll retire at 53 with the, with the pension. So I'm happy about that.
0: I love it. Okay, yeah. great. Well, yeah, for a lot of folks, you know, a pension is the way of the Blackberry or the Dodo bird. Yeah. And, you know, pensions, uh, Social Security our parents' generation and the generation before would look to those sort of steady streams of income in retirement. And for most folks, that is not going to be there for them. Mm-hmm. And I am really worried about this generation that thinks also a 401k is going to save the yes. day in retirement. It's yes. not. It freaks me out. It's connected to the stock market. You know, I I think and we're living longer. And by the way, women are living longer. So we need more money. And it's just not going to cut it. Like, it's not going to give you a Betty White lifestyle. You're probably going to eat cat food. I hate to say it because (laughs) a 401k is a great first step, but it's not the last step when it comes to retirement savings. And time is, again, the thing that you have on your side when you're young because of this beautiful thing called compounding interest, Mm -hmm. which helps you make money on your money. And you don't even need a lot of money to start if you have a lot of time, because then your money works for you and you work really hard for your money. So you might as well have it return the favor. But the more the merrier when it comes to retirement savings. I think a lot of folks think, uh, you know, I have a 401k. It's the darling of the retirement world. Like, I'm good. Nope. And I'm sorry to say. And normally I am not the one to cry wolf or get hysterical or do these scare tactics when it comes to finance because finance is scary enough. So I'm just here to like not make you use a dictionary to understand finance. But retirement is a scary thing and it's something that is really serious in the macro level of what's happening with the market and the economy and retirement. Again, if you could have more retirement options. That is so much better. And there are a lot of other options, an IRA, a Roth IRA. Um, if you own a business, a SEP, a Simple. There's a lot of other things like whoever did the marketing for 401ks, amazing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what? You think that's the only girl at the dance. It's She's not.
2: And so what would be your advice? Let's say somebody that has like five, ten thousand $10,000 just sitting around just in a savings account that's not making them any money. Right, making them what like point zero zero two one percent, uh, not even yeah. keeping up with inflation. So, what what advice would you give to them?
0: Totally. So when we talked about the idea of low interest rates with housing, mm-hmm. uh, low interest rates is great when you're borrowing money, but when you're saving money, it sucks. Cause- yeah interest rates are really low and so yes to keep up with inflation historically inflation grows at about three percent so in order to just break even have your money make the get you the same amount of stuff in the future as it gets you now then you need at least three percent and that's as you say you're not getting that in a savings account and so once you have an emergency fund i like to say three to six months You know, pre-pandemic, and then folks were like, "Ah, there's no emergency. What are you talking about? I'm not going to need that much money." And I'm like, "Mm, "Well, I hate to say I told you so, (laughs) but there is a casual pandemic going on, and so the more, the better, of course. But like six to nine months, if you have a precarious job, a model, a real estate broker, you know, somebody that works on commission, then the more is better. But beyond that, you should not have money in a piddly little savings account, I think you can start putting your big boy and your big girl investing pants on and look at some more advanced options. Oh, hello. Who's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh,
2: we, we let them rest in the bedroom on the bed without their collars on. So they don't make noise. And every once in a while they'll make an appearance from a distance. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>.
0: Hi, <doggy. laughs> I love it. Well, yeah, I think, um, you know, just looking at different options uh, CDs will make a little bit more money market accounts, money market funds, which are different bond funds. you know you could take less risk, but then going into the market will yield you historically about ten percent so for simple math, you know you take three percent from ten percent that's seven percent because you're minusing inflation, and so yeah. you're still ahead but that is of course if you put your blinders on and don't take your money out you know when folks were freaking the f out and dming me like crazy a year ago Mm -hmm. uh during the pandemic when everything crashed you're like oh my god i'm taking my money out it's crazy i'm like no 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 you're on a roller coaster boys and girls we do not get off in the middle of a roller coaster that is not how a roller coaster works
2: yeah and And I think also what people forget to understand is when you put your money in, you're buying, let's say, 10 things, right? When your money goes down, you still have the same amount of things there. The 10 things are still there. They're just worth less. So if you give it time, those 10 things go back to their value and more, right? It's not – you know you don't see those $100 go to $50 like, oh, now I only have $50. Well, no, you still have those 10 shares, whatever it is, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, ideally, you're doing that. That would be awesome. What worries me is folks who say, hey, should I buy Zoom? Zoom looks like it's doing great during this pandemic. Oh, or yeah. Or I'm like, Bitcoin. No, 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 no. <laughs> right. I mean, put a little bit of money in those things. But I say keep it to 1% of your net worth. And anyone can have a net worth. It's not just for super rich folks. It's assets minus liabilities. You want to put in only what you can actually afford to lose. And the rest of your money that you have to play with in the market should go into index funds. I just created some new swag uh, mugs that say index funds and chill just for my <laughs> own amusement. <laughs> That's
2: what I tell people all the time. Index funds are where it's at. S&P 500. Yeah. That's my thing. so
0: what what are index funds? I mean, because a lot of you know folks will say, "Okay, I hear you, lapping but what the heck are you talking about?" So an index is uh, like the S and P 500, like the Dow, like the Nasdaq. So I'm sure everybody has heard the market is up, the market is down, the Dow is up, the Dow is down. That is an index. So the Dow tracks the 30 biggest stocks there are. The S&P 500 actually tracks 505, which bothers my OCD.
2: Um, like <laughs>
0: Guys, for real? It's like the Big Ten. I went to Northwestern and I'm like, no, no, there's not 10 schools in this anymore. This is, this feels disorganized. <laughs> <laughs> and so when you're buying an index fund, it's technically a mutual fund. You're pooling your money with a bunch of other folks. Um, and you're buying basically little pieces of the entire index. So Warren Buffett, one of the greatest investors of our time said that the greatest investment Americans can make are low-cost S&P 500 index funds. So to that point of the diversifying, like if you have 10 things, it's better to have 505 things because, right, if something goes down, then you have something else to prop it up.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so back to retirement really quick, what, what do you think is a good nest egg for somebody uh, for retirement? Like what, where should they get to? What should be the end goal to say, okay, I can survive on this, you know, reasonably for X amount of years that I have left, you know, what what, what do you say to that?
0: Well, that depends on what kind of lifestyle you want to live. Um, do you want to, and by the way, this is a different question for everyone else. Yeah. And I, I think that it's so, so important, and this is not a cop out by any stretch of the imagination, to figure out the life you want First, and then reverse engineer to figure out how to get the money to okay. live the life you want. So, and and yeah, and I can give you, there's rules. There's the 4% rule, for instance, um, for retirement and what your numbers should be and what your goals should be. But first, figure out like the lifestyle you want. Do you want to roll around on a yacht? Do you want to sit on the backyard in a Target lawn chair? Like, I don't know what does it for you. First, you know, you figure out that life and then, Goals have price tags. And then let's get to that. But if you're arbitrarily saying like, yo, I want a million dollars. When people would say to me, my goal is just to have a million dollars. I'm like, no, 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 no. That is not a goal. Like, what do you want to do with that million dollars? I don't know. Maybe you need more than a million dollars. Maybe you need less than a million dollars. So first figure out what you're going to do and then reverse engineer. So with retirement, what kind of lifestyle uh, are you hoping to live? Do you want to be like, Golden girls, do you want to be Betty White? <laughs> I don't know. Like studies have shown that we dissociate, uh, ourselves from our old lady and old man selves, but if we, that is our one self. And so the 4% rule, for instance, is like, you need, um, you need to live off, uh, about 4% without touching your, uh, principal in retirement. So like if you're going to live off Uh, the interest alone, then a million dollars, for instance, is going to get you, you know, a certain lifestyle without touching that million dollars. And so, um, you know, you probably are going to need a lot more than you think you need, because if you want to replace your whole income, then you have to multiply what you're spending on for that many years, and I know it's like morbid and not fun these to think about dying and death and your life expectancy. But this is what grownups do. Like we have to think about wills and advance directives, especially if you have kids. I don't know. Have y'all had that? discussion do you guys
2: have a will together <laughs> we do not have a will that's something we have to do our babies do uh, july mm-hmm. end of july
0: Yay!
2: uh and yeah so that that's definitely something that uh we're gonna have to have a conversation about and yeah and i have to put her and the baby as my beneficiaries for all my stuff too so yeah yeah Yep, yep, yep.
0: Um, I can help you guys. I'll do an <laughs> intervention. It's time.
2: <laughs> it is. It is time, and it's it's crazy to think that we're adults that are starting a family and all that. I mean, time just feels like it flies by. Um,
0: that's okay. <laughs> do you guys talk about money?
2: Uh, we do. We do. We're pretty open about it, and we have our system. You know, um, and I think the way we have our system works for us. Uh,
1: yeah, I think. I mean, I think our system. So he think he tells me um a lot of things that he thinks I should do with i so I'm really bad, I just let my money sit in an account and it doesn't get bigger um because I'm afraid of losing it. I'm really old fashioned, but now I feel like I need to put it in an index fund or at some least, of it
2: yeah, at least so she has <laughs> expendable income um not expendable income, rather. She has a good amount of savings, uh, some savings that may be already spoken for if we do, you know, for a down payment on a house or something. But the other is just been sitting there, like she said, for the last better five, part of five years. Five years. Which every time I think about that, I'm like, man, the amount of growth that you could have so had with I, that amount. I
1: live as if I don't have like that big cushion because it was something that I've just fortunately kind of fell upon on a, on a reality show. I won. And so yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to live my life pretending I didn't win because I, that could be gone, like, very quickly. And so now, yeah, it's been five years, and it's <laughs> the same, and I'm just kind of like, crap, I feel like
2: <laughs> I shouldn't
1: have done that, but um, I'm so protective of it. I feel like it was so hard to get. Yeah,
2: absolutely. It,
1: and so I'm just like, if I lost lost it somehow, I'd be really sad. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for sure. And I understand that fear. That makes so much sense. Also, don't talk about my new friend like that. You're not bad. You you did the best you could with the information you had. And that's mm-hmm. okay. And you can forgive your former self, but also know that maybe that's not okay moving forward with <laughs> new information. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And so, you know, I get it. People do not want to lose money. Who does? We work super, super, super hard for it. Mm-hmm. But At the same time, you can take calculated risk where you weigh your time and your return and you can balance it, right? Mm -hmm. You can take baby steps to the finish line, but I think it's, yeah, it's important to get started.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh! It's so much commotion over there. Yeah, my she's going to get now. They're scratching on the door. It's they're <laughs> at least they're not they're not barking, but it's they're crazy. Okay, so yeah, so I think maybe I should do. I'll do something with that. I'll listen to Victor and your advice. I'll read your books, which sound Yay. amazing, and then just feel as long as I feel more comfortable. It's a very foreign thing to me because I haven't ever studied it and. I did grow up where my dad was, you know, one of 15 working on a farm, one pair of pants his whole life. And so he's Mm -hmm. always just like, hold on to whatever you have and like, don't risk it. If I go to the casino and lose 20 bucks, I mean, I'm sad. (laughs) So I need to kind of just like grow up with that a little bit and just say, okay, look, this is an opportunity that can get bigger and just let a little bit of it do its thing for my future family. Yeah, for... For my yeah. kids and I've always said I'm saving that for my kids I'm saving it for my kids but by the time my kids need it it's it's gonna be I mean that might not be worth it won't be as worth as much right
0: so yeah I'm proud of you this is great this is a great breakthrough yeah it is it is
1: and um Victor will keep Victor, we'll talk about this after you can tell me what to do with it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, not me. A a professional. We'll talk to a professional that does this for a living. Okay. Um also I got a I got a sidebar question for because I I see I I see a lot of kids in my work uh and I always look to try to give the best advice I can. Um what do you say to kids that are let's say they're just coming out of high school or just coming out of college, like what is the best thing for them? Because they never think they have enough money to save and they're not thinking about the future. Kids are never thinking about the future. They're thinking about the now. Mm-hmm. Um, so w- what is the best way to push them to start saving something, right? Because if I would have known what I know now, anytime I had some extra money, I'd just put it aside and try to put an account and find a, you know, an, an index fund or a mutual fund that's like, oh, minimum 200 bucks and then just start there. You know. So what would you say?
0: Well, first of all, I have something to say to Nicole. Yeah. I would say don't necessarily look to Victor for this stuff because yeah. mm-hmm. it's really important. Like, again, I hate the idea that I'm coming on and being Debbie Downer, with you guys and telling you to think about wills and all these things. But God forbid if something happens to him, you have to know this stuff yourself. You need yeah. to know where the money is. You need to know where... Um, all the passwords are you need to know what's going where and how it works and mm-hmm. so i would just encourage you if nothing else to really not outsource it to him or even to a professional you guys i you know there are a lot of people who go to stockbroker type folks and those people are pushing their own Mm-hmm. companies and they are profiting on you, it's important to look for uh, an RIA, a registered investment advisor, because people are more like uh, dietitians than butchers, right? Mm-hmm. Or they're more mm-hmm. like stylists than salespeople. Salespeople want to sell you their stuff because they make commission. Mm-hmm. Stylists, they work with all the brands and, you know, if you pick something, that's cool, but they're really working for you. So when you're looking to find somebody and you guys are in that position right now, it's important to find somebody that you also get along with. And that might not sound like super technical money finance advice, but it's actually the best advice I can give you when you're looking for somebody because all of this stuff that feels really personal impacts your money so much. And you have to be comfortable enough to tell them, hey, you know, I'm pregnant or hey, you know. God forbid we're getting divorced, or I don't know, whatever it is, we have this windfall, we have, you know, an inheritance, or any of those things are going to be really, really important to be able to share with your person. Yeah. So, yeah, for both of you to be really comfortable. but it was an impromptu little intervention <laughs>
2: <laughs> so back to the uh
0: oh yeah back to the question <laughs> okay so when you're talking to young people sorry i was feeling very passionate and i had no like, that's great mama hen we- nicole i want to mm-hmm. just wrap you up and hug you and you know get you on your boss bitch rich bitch miss independent way um <laughs> and that doesn't take away from your guys's partnership but yes yeah, to talk to Back to the question. Um, To talk to young people about uh, starting to save, uh, I think it's a balance between thinking you're going to die tomorrow and thinking you're going to live forever. So I don't advocate either to just save everything and clip your coupons and have no fun. You know, that's what you work really hard for. So you should have fun, but Mm -hmm. within moderation. So I like to break down a spending plan to the Three E's, essentials, end game, and extras. So 70% of your overall take-home pay going to the essentials. So your food, your housing, your transportation, all of that stuff. 15% going to the extras. So the latte, the mani-pedi. You know whatever does it for you, um, and then fifteen percent to the end game. So your savings, your future self, mm. your retirement, and I think that that. And by the way, you can change those. Those are just suggested um, percentages yeah. depending on your lifestyle. You can you know tweak it if you live in a city that has public transportation. You're not spending money on transportation and obviously you can put that somewhere else um but i would say you know that's a good place to start and then have that set up on automatic deposits so it doesn't come into your paycheck and you don't have the temptation to spend it because oftentimes we have to safeguard ourselves from ourselves um Especially, you know, if we're emotional or we're tipsy or we're something and you know, you have the option to spend it. You want to make it really hard on yourself to spend your savings. And I would just look at charts of compounding interest over time. And, you know, how that works against you, you know from credit card debt, right? Yeah. Compounding interest like that will snowball your debt out of control. It's not just a simple like fifteen percent or twenty percent. It's 20% upon the 20% upon the 20% and it just gets bananas. And that sucks when it works against you, but it's amazing when it works in your favor. Uh, Albert Einstein said that compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. And it truly is.
2: Well, that's awesome. Well, you know, we appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, this and, is and so insightful. Yeah, very, very insightful, uh, very and, empowering. And where, <laughs> and where can
1: everyone <laughs> check you out, get Yeah, your social books.
2: media, yeah. website, all that stuff.
0: Thanks guys. Um, you can listen to Money Rehab uh, daily on the iHeart Media app, <laughs> iHeart Radio app, <laughs> the <laughs> iHeart app, um, all the apps. And then, you know, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts like this one. Yeah. Um, and Rich Bitch is my first book. Boss Bitch, my second book. Becoming Superwoman, my third book. You can find that wherever books are sold. Um, Or, yeah, moosey on over to NicoleLappin.com, and then I can... Um, you can be the first to know about all the new books on the way. So, Rich Bitch Part Two basically is going to come out in January. So that's going to be Miss Independent.
2: Well, awesome and congratulations on all the success that you have, and mm-hmm. and we you know wish you the best thank moving you. forward and all those seven books that you got brewing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, but thank you, thank you so much for speaking thank with us news. and giving us such thank insight.
0: You, Nicole. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me.
2: Absolutely. And Yay!
1: How are you feeling, Nicole? Good. Good. My pregnancy has been really good. Um, just a little bit of back pain, but besides that doing awesome. And this, this boy, we're having a boy and he like, he makes me like a lot prettier, feel a lot prettier. (laughs) So it's like, I, it's crazy. I'm at my heaviest I've ever been, but I feel like still really cute. You
0: are so cute. so So
1: it's, it's, it's good. Like I, I love it. I love, uh, I told him last night, I love being pregnant with you, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to cry.
0: That's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but, I love it. Well, I'm so glad you have interest and thank you for, yeah, talking more about what's typically super boring of money, but it's, it's No, you make it very interesting.
1: About. Absolutely. Very, yes, yeah, I think definitely. it's very easy to listen to.
2: And it needs to be spoken about. So I'm yeah. happy that there's somebody out there mm-hmm. doing that
0: yes i appreciate that i think it's truly the last taboo we have i think we'll talk about everything sexy time politics all mm-hmm. the things but yeah. money is like still the last thing that nobody wants to talk about so yeah. I'm just like, i'll talk about it first, I'll first.
2: <laughs> all right well we'll talk to you later you have a good rest of your morning Thanks, i believe guys. right
0: okay. yeah <laughs> okay. thank all
2: you right.
1: take care bye,
2: bye. What a great conversation that was. And uh, yeah, definitely do your research. Uh, Anything that you can do to make yourself better, earn some more money. Don't let your money just sit in a savings account and uh, grow some dust and cobwebs, of which I was vacuuming the other day. Uh, Do do you vacuum? Is it normal for people to vacuum their cobwebs?
1: Yeah, for sure. That is normal.
2: Oh, I do have a weird or normal. All right. Weird.
1: Or. Normal.
2: All right. So Nicole does this thing.
1: Oh, God.
2: And I just want to know if it's weird or normal. So she he's, will I feel
1: like he's going to make something up right now. She
2: puts, she'll grab funyuns and she'll put a funyun on each toe and then she'll oh eat them my off her gosh. toe. <laughs> <laughs> you are so uh. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I'm joking. I'm obviously teasing. I really I, I don't I put
1: funyuns on my pizza. Slice of pizza though. I thought that's what you were going to say. You do that? Yes. I've done that since college.
2: I've literally, in our entire relationship, I've, I've done never, it in front of you. No, you have yes, not. Yes, I have. That's lies. Victor. Straight up yes, lies. Yes,
1: I have. There's
2: things, Nicole, do you understand the difference between a truth and a lie? And would you please tell the truth you're just, today? You're
1: very oblivious to a lot of things that go on whoa, around you.
2: Whoa, you whoa. You are. No, I'm not. Yes, I have you really are. I have really good powers of observation. No, he doesn't. Yes, I do.
1: You don't know. You've lived in this town for how many years and you don't know anybody's freaking name.
2: Okay. That is not my own fault. That is partially my fault, but.
1: It's like, I can't even tell you stories because I have to like explain this person in 15 different ways, even though you've seen them about, about 50 times.
2: Well and gentlemen <laughs> and gentlemen, now you have learned how I get out of hearing these stories.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, so I have I put I put on my pizza and I with some ranch and I take a bite. Well It know, kinda hurts the roof of your mouth a little bit sometimes, but it's really amazing.
2: Yeah. I you know, I, I only really like barbecue sauce. I'm a barbecue sauce fiend, you know that. Mm-hmm. And I like barbecue sauce with my pizza, but I don't really there's nothing extra that I throw on top you know what? Did you ever used to make pizzas? Uh, (laughs) Like, okay, so I used to do this thing when I was younger, right? I would get bread. Yeah, I'd get a slice of bread. I would put... Uh, tomato like a uh, uh, tomato sauce on it or whatever like mm-hmm. the pizza sauce throw some cheese on it and throw some pepperonis on it and toss that thing in the microwave
0: it's,
1: i used to do that with a bagel
2: yeah and a bagel yeah mm-hmm. you used to do that
1: yeah
2: was that a normal thing back in the day or was that just me or like you and- well
1: that's really weird if we both did it i feel like it was just something that i don't know that i you just think you made up like uh you so what i would do is like I a would, homemade pizza like i would make one i'd warm it up and then i'd go back because i want another one yeah and the
2: problem with the when you did it with the bread is the bread is so soggy I never especially did after you with, put it in the I haven't microwave i have tried it with bread uh another thing that i used to do that is weird now when i think about it so the ramen noodle the ramen noodle bags Yep. you know the old school ones I'd take that to school as a snack. Ew. We used to do this. I don't know if other people used to do this, but we would crush them up, right? We'd crush them up, the, and they're hard noodles, right? We'd crush them up, take the packets, pour the packets in there, shake up the bag, and eat, the, eat them oh, with seasoning on it. Oh, my
1: gosh. I That's swear. That's so weird.
2: I swear we used to do that. I'm telling you, I, I can't be the only one. I can't be the only one but because I know kids in my school that did it. We used to do that. That used to be a normal thing.
1: That's a normal thing, maybe in your school, because that's I'm
2: sure it, that other tasted people used okay. To, it tasted really good. That's well, a then lot people of sodium. Get, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. So people would, you know, they, whatever flavor you beef, didn't get chicken. a stomach ache or
1: anything.
2: No, never.
1: Like those uncooked noodles.
2: <laughs> well, you just think what 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 to cook noodle? What, what hot water? You know what I mean? Like it's not really doing anything other that's than true. saturating the noodle with water. That's true, right? So I I don't know it. It was good. Has we,
1: anyone ever done that? I'm so curious.
2: <laughs> I think it's a more normal thing than you think it was. Hmm. Did you have those kids that were hustlers in your school that would sell candy?
1: <laughs> Not really. No. No. What did you did?
2: I didn't, but I had kids in our school that they, in their backpack or something. Like, hey, I got a Snickers, you know, for a dollar, or, or you know, Skittles mm-hmm. or whatever, you know.
1: Yeah, no, but, th- but I could totally see uh, kids doing that for sure. I think there was kids that would sell some random things. My brother, when he was younger, he used to sell pencil shavings. He got 20 bucks for this really, really long pencil shaving. And then he came home one day and was like, hey, mom, can you split this 20 into two 10s? Mom's like, where'd you get that? He was like really young, like in fourth grade or something.
2: One long pencil Yes, shame. and this
1: girl gave him 20 bucks for it. My mom goes, how'd you get that? And then she ended up having to go give the $20 back to the parent. Uh, My brother was crying why would you do that mom i worked so hard for this really long pencil shaving
2: what a hustle
1: yeah he's he's always been a hustler for sure
2: that's crazy i would never (laughs) kids are so funny i know you know i can't i can't i'm excited (laughs) to hear what hijinks our son comes home with you know what i mean like he Mm -hmm. did this or did that or whatever oh
1: gosh yeah i just hope that he's good
2: (laughs) Um, But anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed this edition of Coco Caliente Podcast. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Really, though, go to (laughs) Apple Podcasts, type in a nice review. Five stars, please. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all, and don't Mm -hmm. review if you don't want to. Um, And you can listen to this podcast. Tell your friends that they can listen on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, you can always go to www.cococalientepodcast.com and you can check out our merchandise there. It's awesome. And please don't forget to follow us at Coco Caliente Podcast on Instagram and at Coco Caliente Pod on Twitter. Thank you. Thank you
1: search for the brain candy podcast on your podcast app